A Nazi and Snake, and a Nazi story from Jamaica. A Nazi stories are from West Africa and traveled with enslaved Africans to North and South America. This story is told in Jamaica. Tiger was the king of the forest, and everyone knew it. T- tiger lilies were named after him. Tiger moths were named after him. And the stories of the forest were called tiger stories. Anansi the spider was a nobody in the forest. When the animals gathered together, they would ask questions like, Who is the strongest animal? Or who is the bravest? And what would they answer? They would always say, Tiger! And just to poke fun, they would say, Who is the weakest? Like a church choir... They would all sing out, a Nazi, a Nazi got sick and tired of it all. One day he met Tiger face to face in the forest. A Nazi bowed low to Tiger, but Tiger did not acknowledge a Nazi. He had no time to waste on such an insignificant speck. Tiger, said a Nazi, you have it all. Can't you just ease me up and let me have one thing named after me? Tiger wanted to ignore a Nazi, but his curiosity got the better of him. And just what is it you want to bear your name, a Nazi? The stories, replied a Nazi. I want them to be called a Nazi stories. Now Tiger loved those stories and did not intend to give them up to this crawling nobody. Still, even the king of the forest needed a laugh sometimes. So he said to a Nazi, if you can do one small thing for me, I will let you call the stories a Nazi stories, or any other name you like. A Nazi didn't like the sound of this. What one thing would that be, Tiger? he asked cautiously. Nothing too hard, just capture Snake for me by the end of the week, and all stories will be known as a Nazi stories forevermore. Good thing a Nazi had eight legs to stand on, because at least four of them buckled at the same time. This snake was not your flimsy garden variety snake. Snake of the jungle was big, very big, and Anansi was small, very small. But Anansi could think big and said, I'll do it. At that, a huge burst of laughter rang out around the forest from all of the other animals who had been eavesdropping on the conversation. They went home, tears of amusement rolling down their faces. Anansi went home very worried, but thinking. This was on Monday. The next day, Anansi went on the trail that he knew Snake traveled on every day. He made a large noose out of a strong vine and placed some of Snake's favorite berries inside it. He hid in the bushes, holding the other end of the vine. Snake came, slithering along the path. She spied the berries and her mouth watered, but she also spied the noose. She lay the weight of her body on the vine, then reached in and ate the berries quickly. A Nazi tried and tried, but he could not pull the vine to close the noose. Snake's body was too heavy. Next day, a Nazi went a little further down Snake's favorite trail and dug a pit in the ground. He placed a luscious hand of ripe bananas in it, then smeared the sides of the pit with grease so that Snake would slip in when she tried to get the bananas. Snake came along the path. 
She spied the bananas and her mouth watered, but then she also spied the grease. So she wrapped her tail around the thick tree trunk, then reached into the hole with her head and ate the bananas. If she had lips, she would have licked them. She raised her head out of the pit, unwrapped her tail, and slithered away. Come Friday, it was the end of the week, and the Nazi was still snakeless. He went directly to Snake's house and sat outside, looking dejected. Snake came out and looked at Anansi in surprise. What are you thinking? All week long you've been trying to catch me, and now you're sitting barefaced here in my yard? Anansi looked at Snake and sighed. Yes, it's true, but I was trying to catch you for a worthy cause. Now the other animals will continue to talk about you behind your back. What are you talking about, Anansi? What are they saying about me? Anansi said, Well, I really shouldn't be telling you, but they are saying that you believe you're the longest thing around, and the world's gift to longness when even the shortest bamboo around here is longer than you. Snake was outraged. Measure me, Anansi, measure me! Cut down the longest bamboo you can find and let me shut up those backbiters. Anansi ran and cut down the longest bamboo. He rested it on the ground and snake stretched out beside it. Call them, Anansi. Let them see that nothing around here can test me. Anansi scratched his chin. Well, snake, there's a problem. You look longer than the bamboo, but how do I know that when I go up to your head, you're not crawling up to look longer, and when I go down by your tail, you're shifting down on the end? Tie my tail, Anansi, if you don't believe me. By this time, curious animals were gathering around to watch. Anansi tied Snake's tail tightly to the bamboo with some vines. Then he said to Snake, Stretch, Snake, stretch! You are almost there. Stretch till your eyes shut and you can't stretch anymore. Anansi had never seen the snake sweat. Snake stretched till her eyes were squeezed shut. And in a flash, Anansi tied first her head to the pole, then her middle. All the animals who had been watching were silent. There was no laughing at Anansi this time. He had said he would capture Snake, and he did. And from that day to this, the stories have been called Anansi stories. The end.